Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Adventures in Marketing. If this is your first time, thank you so much for checking it out. If you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back. I really appreciate the notes and the reviews and the kind words you have to say about my podcast. It's always a treat when I get a message that somebody has sent me saying that they learned something on the podcast or it was super helpful to them. So thank you very much. In today's episode, I'm really excited about this one because if you follow me on social media right now, you know that pretty much all I'm talking about is ChatGPT. I think it's an amazing tool for small business owners, and I really want to give you some high-level ways to use it, some ways that you can use it to generate some ideas to take some of that stress of content creation off of you, and also, you know, some important things that you need to know about using it if you're going to use it. And if you haven't heard about ChatGPT yet, let's start there. Let's start with an explanation of what it is and how it works. If you've seen any blog posts about it or news articles about it, they might be a little clickbaity and they might be a little bit misleading. They're either one of two one of two versions, right? One is it's the most amazing thing ever and the other thing is we're all doomed. I think the truth <laughs> in most things probably lies somewhere in the middle. So no matter where you are on the journey of using ChatGPT or learning about it, I want to cover some best practices for when you do decide to use it, or you can decide not to use it, but at least you're making a really solid, informed choice. So ChatGPT stands for Chat Generative Pre-Trained Transformer, which sounds terrifying. But it's basically an AI-powered chatbot that can generate content from conversations. At the end of the day, that's, that's what it does. And this is a huge oversimplification because it has been trained on hundreds of of billions of words, hundreds of billions of words. So it is really great at guessing what the next words are going to be. And guessing, again, is a huge oversimplification. It just, the easiest way to think about it is that it understands patterns and can guess what the next best word is going to be. And so it ends up sounding very human. It sounds like it knows what it's talking about. And the thing that makes ChatGPT work is called natural language processing which is a huge, huge topic. It's interdisciplinary. And if we boil it down to something that's very basic, it is that thing that helps computers talk to people and people talk to computers in a way that's more natural and more human-like. So when you use Siri, when you use Alexa, that is using natural language processing. And ChatGPT uses that process to be able to create this content for it. And before we get into how to use it, and some ways that you can use it to streamline your content creation. I want to talk about the three things that you really need to keep in mind. First, this is not a search engine. Once you start using it, it's going to feel very natural to go to it to learn things, to ask it questions, just because the interface is is really pretty cool once you start using it. But you have to remember that it hasn't really been connected to the internet since 2020 or 2021. Everything that it has learned Everything that it is trained on is pre that, although now it is also learning from us as we use it and then learning from itself as we use it, which is kind of cool. But it's not a search engine. It can be wrong. It has been wrong. And if it doesn't have the information, it will make it up. (laughs) And it sounds really good. It is a really interesting piece of technology where it wants to give a good answer and it is guessing the next best words. But it's not fact-checking itself. It is not sharing sources. 
So don't treat it like a search engine. Don't treat it for any hard facts and figures, anything life or death, anything that you don't already pretty much know the answer to. Don't use it for this. Use a search engine. So that's number one. Number two, content that ChatGPT creates should not be copy and pasted. Again, it's not citing its sources. We don't know if it is recreating blog posts or content from somebody else, even though it's technically guessing. So you don't want to copy and paste. Again, because it needs to be gone over by you. It needs to be rewritten. It needs to be put through a plagiarism and a fact checker and an AI content detector. So it's not meant to be copy and pasted directly. Think of it as a way to use it as a springboard to create content where if you struggle with creating content and that blank blinking cursor is really hard for you, this is going to be a huge tool. If you get really stuck in your grammar or you get stuck feeling like you're going to forget things, using this to create ideas is super important and really, really helpful. As an example, I would absolutely trust ChatGPT to give me ideas for how to use apples, maybe even the different types of apples. And it might spark some ideas or some recipes that maybe I hadn't thought of or some pairings that I hadn't maybe considered. I probably wouldn't trust it to give me a recipe without fact checking the ingredients list with other recipes to make sure that those are accurate. Because at any point, it could just start making it up. So I know that you can use apples in lots of different ways, and I would feel confident reading over a list and getting some ideas. But I wouldn't probably bake with it without double checking the facts. But this is not a podcast about baking. So let's go back to, let's go away from apples and back to how you can create content using ChatGPT. So as you probably know, one of your biggest challenges is going to be lack of time. The lack of time that businesses have is just, it's a thing that we all deal with. Pair that lack of time with maybe a lack of confidence in understanding what to say or not knowing how to say it to, to target the audience that you're trying to reach. That combination can lead to putting off creating content at all because you're not sure where to start and then you don't really have time to devote to it. So if you feel like you're going to need a big chunk of time to create content and you don't have time, you'll just keep putting it off. So ChatGPT kind of lets you do a lot of shortcuts in that content creation. And that's where I think it's really powerful. Because when you're using ChatGPT to streamline your content creation, it removes some of the struggle. It removes some of the stress. It helps you better connect with your audience. And then what's really cool is it frees you up to work on other parts of your business. So instead of feeling stuck in that content creation cycle where you feel like all you're doing is creating content, but you have so many other things to do, but then people like me tell you that you need content, it frees you up. And I think that is something that's really cool about ChatGPT. And it's not that it frees up, you know, maybe four hours at once, but the 10 minutes, the 20 minutes, the five minutes, the freeing up the mental headspace because you can go to this tool and get some ideas when you're feeling stuck, that can really add up. Okay, so let's be real for a minute. Am I overselling ChatGPT? Maybe. I might be. I think it's an amazing tool. I am super impressed with the way that clients I'm showing how to use it are using it. We've been using it in my adventures in marketing membership group since December. So almost two and a half months now at the time of recording this podcast. I'm amazed to see what they create with it and the amount of stress it alleviates for them and the amount of freedom that they have when they are creating their content. 
So I think it's an amazing tool. But is it going to be a good tool for you? It's really going to depend on your business, on your goals, how comfortable you are using it. You know, some businesses are just so specialized that this kind of con- this kind of tool is not going to work very well. But I think expecting it to just write content for you, thinking like a, a blog post, right? I think that's really limiting in thinking about what it can do. So it is a really cool tool. You may use it and not like it, but before you decide one way or another, definitely play with it and definitely do some investigation around the ways other people in your industries are using it. Because if you're just expecting it to spit out a blog post and you don't write blog posts, you're missing a big piece of it. So let's dig into some of the ways that it can save you some time and move beyond just thinking that it writes blog posts. So let's talk about streamlining content creation. First of all, what do I mean by content? I mean emails that you send to your list, your social media posts, videos that you create because ChatGPT can actually make you scripts. So I'm going to include it here. Blogs, obviously the thing that's kind of becoming known for. Common or uncommon emails that you need to send to clients that you just struggle with writing. FAQs for your business, especially if you get stuck in wondering what to include and you spend, you know, three hours down a rabbit hole of research trying to figure out every single thing. ChatGPT is really great at just giving you lists of ideas. Um, Subject email lines and blog post titles. I am terrible about about writing those, but ChatGPT does it really, really well. Course outlines, um, freebies or opt-ins for your website. Not only in the creation part, but in giving you ideas and helping you think outside of your own little box or worldview, it can be really, really great for that. There's more. (laughs) There's so much more that it can do. I'm just focusing on these because I think these are the ones that most of you are going to care about the most. When it comes to creating ideas and creating this content, it can do it in seconds. It is not something that you, you know, have to wait 20 minutes for. It is so fast and can sound very human, which is why we have to remember that it is not. And it is just guessing the next word, but it's a really good guesser. And I think you're going to be impressed with it. Okay. So some real world applications. If you struggle with coming up with content to send to your email list, which is a common problem small businesses have, how much more freedom and how much more relaxed would you be if you didn't have to do that part? You still had to write the email, you still had to, you know, spell check it, all of those things. But you didn't have to worry about what the content would be because you already had ideas for that. Or if you struggle when it comes to writing social media posts, how much easier would managing your social media be if you had a list of ideas and maybe even some examples that you could build on for posts that would help you connect to your audience? Like that's the kind of thing that ChatGPT can do. And it's so interesting. You know, since 2020, a lot of people have looked into starting their own course, putting a course together. But what I see a lot of people struggling with is how do I organize it? What kind of content do I include? In what order do I give them the information? What kind of workbooks do I include? You can ask ChatGPT for all of that information. And you might not love 100% what it gives you, but having that basic course outline for a lot of people is going to be the springboard that lets them create the course instead of feeling stuck or instead of feeling like if they could come up with all of these ideas, then they could create it, but they can't because they don't have the ideas or they don't have the outline specifics. And that frees up so much time and headspace and lets you just get into planning it. 
you still need to understand your audience, actually write the content, and do all of the work of promoting it? Yes, absolutely. ChatGPT is not going to do that for you. I mean, it can write the content, but you're going to have to rewrite it. But for a lot of people, and myself included, that blank cursor or feeling like what we write isn't good enough until it's already out and then getting it out is really hard, this alleviates a huge piece of that because there's already content there for you to edit and change and make it your own. So instead of starting from zero, you're starting from like 50%. And that's pretty huge. So once we figure out the time situation, right, we just give each other more time. The next challenge that a lot of small businesses have is being consistent in their marketing. And a lot of that goes back to time and content creation and not knowing what to say. But imagine if a lot of those challenges were removed, you could be more consistent. It would be easier for you, especially because in most instances, choosing to be consistent on social media, showing up on blogging, you know, all of the ways that you're supposed to do that, that eats into other things that you're supposed to be doing for your business. So it comes down to, do I create content that will help me get seen by more people and help me connect with my audience? Or do I do this list of admin tasks that I don't love, but I have to do? And when you alleviate some of the time crunch from creating content, it frees you up not only to be more consistent because you're not going to hate content creation as much, hopefully, that's the goal. And it frees you up to work on other parts of your business that need to be dealt with. So instead of, hopefully, instead of feeling like you're constantly running behind, by having part of this work already done, it's again, it's like a springboard or a leapfrog and saves you time and energy and the mental headspace of knowing that this is something that you can accomplish instead of feeling like you are a failure because everybody else makes really great social media posts, but you struggle with it, or because you know that blogging should be something that you're doing, but you're not, or you want to create a course or you want to create some sort of welcome series for your email, but you don't even know where to start having that already done, or at least the concept of it done, or the outline, or the first draft, will save you so much time. don't mean that we have to now use ChatGPT to create mountains of endless, meaningless content just because we can. That's not what I mean. What I mean is, instead of making this a thing that you put off, feeling very frustrated, feeling very overwhelmed, not knowing where to start, you can start and you can hone what your message is because you'll actually have a message that you're putting out instead of it just being another thing on your to-do list that you don't get to. And it doesn't mean you have to create more content. It just means that you will be saving time on the content you are creating. And for a lot of you, what that's going to mean is you can actually be consistent in a way that maybe you haven't been able to be before or maybe that you struggled with. Okay, so we've talked a lot about content. We've talked a lot about saving time. Both of those things are incredibly valid and incredibly kind of mind-blowing when you start using ChatGPT or you know, there are other AI platforms coming online. There, I think we're going to see a big AI boom. So we're going to see a lot of different options. So maybe in six months, ChatGPT is not the hot one and I'll have to re-record this episode. So let's just say ChatGPT or any AI, right? It just saves you time, saves you energy, all of those good things. But let's talk about the more human side because one of the fears I think that people have around ChatGPT is that we're going to lose the human touch. Now, I don't think that's a thing because the content that ChatGPT creates is fine, but it's going to need you to overlook it. It's going to need you to rewrite it. It's going to need you to add your own touches. But we can also think of it as 
what are some ways that this tool, because it is a tool, can help us get closer to our customers. We can use it to better understand our customers. We can use it to generate content ideas based on concerns that customers might have. But we can also use it to create customer service templates that maybe has been on your list and you just never have time. An email welcome series, an abandoned cart email series, all of these different ways that we can positively support our customers and help them learn more about us, help us connect with them in a deeper way. All of these extra customer care touches means that you're providing a better customer experience, which means you have not just customers, but fans, right? And I think we all want fans in our business. Customers are great, but those fans, those (laughs) zombie loyalists, right? Like Peter Shankman says, that will go out and drag people back to your business because they love it so much. We can use this tool, this ChatGPT, to make that easier and faster and cleaner. Can all of these things be done without ChatGPT? Obviously, obviously they can. They've been being done without ChatGPT for years and years up until now, right? But if you're not doing them, one of the roadblocks is probably lack of time, lack of clarity around your messaging, not being sure what to say. So if ChatGPT can make this simpler and easier and faster for you to take better care of your people, for you to show up more consistently, then it's, it's a win. At this point, you might just be willing to hand over absolutely everything to ChatGPT, including the keys to your car, and just tell it to go wild so that you never have to create another piece of content again. Obviously, no, you can't do that. But I'm also not going to come here and talk about this new tool without sharing both sides of it. ChatGPT is a tool. It's like Spellcheck or your Roomba (laughs) or your GPS app, right? And I don't know about you, but my GPS has definitely led me to some dark alleys by mistake. You have to think of it as it's a tool. It's not perfect. In fact, it's incredibly imperfect. It is not going to know everything. It is going to make your life easier, but there's also some things to keep in mind. So the biggest one that I've said multiple times, if you go back and listen, ChatGPT is guessing. It is guessing the next best word. It just happens to be a really amazing guesser, which means that it can feel very authentic and very real the content that it creates, but it's really just choosing the best word based on patterns and data that it's been fed over the years. So it won't have that creativity or that uniqueness of text that is written by you or written by a human, and it can't understand your audience the way that you understand it, which is why I have said many times and why I will continue to say that no content created by ChatGPT should just be copy and pasted anywhere. It needs to be spell checked. It needs to be um, grammar checked. It needs to have, but more importantly, it needs to have your personality infused into the text or it's going to be really boring. This is a really great tool. ChatGPT or any AI, who knows what's coming next, is really great for generating ideas and getting those first drafts out. But if your input, your voice, your experience, your flair, for lack of a better description, is missing from your content, then you're going to end up sounding like everybody else. And that's not how you connect with your audience, right? If it's bland, if it is generic, then there's no reason for anybody to pay attention to it, which is where your uniqueness, your voice, all of those things come into play. And one of the common complaints I'm seeing about ChatGPT is that it's not necessarily creating sparkling content. And honestly, I wouldn't expect it to. 
It's a machine. It's guessing the next word and it's following patterns. So you might not love the word choice, for example, or the phrasing it creates, and that's okay. Use it as a base to start from and then build on those foundations. And that's where you get the time savings and hopefully the lack of frustration. That's what we're looking for is a way for you to not get mired in all of the minutiae details of content creating, but being able to just start at a place where you're comfortable with and build from there. So as we wrap things up today, one question you might be asking yourself is, do I have to use ChatGPT? Will I be left behind if I don't use ChatGPT? Will my business fall apart? All of those concerns that you might be having because this is a new tool, because I'm talking about it, because other people are talking about it, because you're seeing people use it. So first of all, no. You absolutely don't have to use ChatGPT. However, as I said at the beginning of this episode, it is already being used. Siri uses it. Cortana uses it. Alexa uses it. Um, Any smart device that you have that adjusts its behavior based on what you do, that's, that's AI. So you're already using it. I think what with the popularity of ChatGPT, all of the waves that it's making, the way that people are using it, the way that people are really sort of figuring it out, I think we're going to see a boom of AI tools. So you can ignore all of them or you can start to figure out which ones work for you and start implementing them in different ways into your business. If ChatGPT feels too scary and too big and a little bit too Skynet for you, that's fine. Canva actually has an AI tool now in its Magic Write. It's called Magic Write and it's in the doc section that they just released in December. One of the reasons I brought ChatGPT to my membership group was because the same time that I was hearing about ChatGPT and investigating it, Canva, which is not out there throwing frivolous things around, they've grown from a small company to a multi-billion dollar company, they introduced AI. And that's really what made me pay attention and think, okay, this is going to have bigger implications than just this one website. So there are already um, two or three or four, maybe more, um, contenders, potential contenders for ChatGPT, which is why I'm trying to get in the habit of saying AI Assist, not just ChatGPT as the brand name. Google has Bard. Um, Google actually has had AI in the background for for a number of years. They just haven't released it to the public. The public version will be Bard. There are several others um, that are coming online. They're not available to the general public quite yet, but expect to see those. So no, you don't have to use ChatGPT, but I think pretending that it doesn't exist is probably not going to be helpful for you in the long run. The other thing I I just want to touch on really quickly, you can use ChatGPT for more than business. And I think maybe if you don't want to use it for your business, if you're not comfortable with that, but you kind of want to explore it, try asking it to write you a chore list and designate different days for the chores. That's a thing it can do. It can make you a shopping list and then it can organize that shopping list based on where things are in the store or where they would be expected to be in the store. You can input a bunch of recipe ingredients and it can generate a master shopping list for you. It's those kinds of things. Like think about the time savings that comes with that. Those aren't things that have to be factual. It's building based on the content that you give it. It can do a ton of things. I do have a ChatGPT for small business owners and content creation mini course that will be linked in the show notes if you want to dig into that. 
it's about an hour long and I walk you through how to create prompts, what to expect from it, how to use it to learn more about your business, and then some other really fun things too. So thank you very much for listening. If you have any questions, if you're using ChatGPT in a way I haven't mentioned here, I would love to hear how you're using it. You can email me Gwen at Gwen Montoya. You can also find me on all of the socials at at gmontoyapdx. I will also put those in the show notes for you. I am most active on TikTok and I'm sharing business advice, obviously not podcast length, but I am sharing um, marketing and tips and all of those things over there. So give me a follow and I will see you next time.